Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,487. Always be honest and straightforward with people and never compromise my integrity for the sake of making a buck. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm a revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest, a guy who uh, lives just a little north of me here in Bothell, Washington, Ariel Bravi. Ariel Bravi is a radar detector enthusiast, and when I say enthusiast, this guy's crazy about radar detectors, laser detectors, all of that. His YouTube channel is titled Vortex Radar. It's the largest and most popular channel dedicated to countermeasures. I like the way you say that. He specializes in testing these automotive electronics, provides detailed comparison reviews, and shares lots of helpful information. So today's show, we're going to learn a lot of things. This way, you can be fully informed on the best tools available for you to learn how to use them to create the best and safest driving experience possible. We'll be back in just a moment, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make Cars Yeah possible. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. All right, Ariel, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, this will be great. Let's do this. Do you have your uh, radar and laser uh, detectors turned on so that we don't get in any trouble? Always. Always. Yeah, I'll bet. Absolutely. Before we jump into the questions here, could you tell our listeners maybe just a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So thanks so much for having me, Mark. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned, I'm a radar detector enthusiast. I love them. Uh, It's just something I'm super passionate about. Uh, And uh, on my YouTube channel, I just basically spend a lot of time helping inform people and teach people to help them avoid how to get speeding tickets, uh, teaching them how to maybe not get advantage or taken advantage of in case something happens like a car accident or a hit and run. Um, So we take a look, you know, different dash cameras that you can use. So I pretty much just spend my time testing and reviewing 
using countermeasures, radar detectors, laser jammers, all this kind of stuff. Uh, I'm actually an engineer by background, so I love all the technical information and learning just as much as I can, and then just turning around and sharing everything that I find out with others. So uh, like you said, just to help drivers have a better driving experience. You know, uh, Ariel, I love shows like yours because us enthusiasts can learn so much from people like you. And it's, it's just great in the, the in-depthness that you go into with these things because this industry can be a little perplexing, I guess, for some people. And I know our good friend Jay Galati, who had you talk to our local Porsche club recently, mm-hmm. is the one who connected me to you. And I really like watching your shows. I'm hoping I'll learn some things today from you because it's been a while since I bought a radar detector. And my extra neighbor has one of those dash cams he just put in. Um, he's already had benefits from it of just being able to videotape things that have happened and um, and have a little fun with it as well. So we're going to learn a lot. But before we do, I want you to share maybe one little thing that most people don't know about you. So uh, I live in Seattle now, um, and it's kind of a funny story of how I wound up here. Uh, back in 2010, I spent the entire year just road tripping around the country. In my car, I had all my gear with me, so I would be hiking. Uh, I'd meet up with friends along the way. I spent a month just camping solo in the mountains. I hosted a TV show when I was in California all about travel and adventure. We only wound up shooting the pilot, and it didn't wind up getting uh, picked up. But I learned a ton about just video production. Um, And I ultimately wound up here in Seattle just kind of when I got tired of driving. And (laughs) (laughs) this is where you pulled off the road and just stopped going. Yeah, seriously. And I was like, well, I don't know where I actually want to go live, but let's just hang out here until I figure it out. And I was in Seattle and it turns out Seattle's pretty awesome. And I've lived here ever since. You know, this is cool. And I also want to congratulate Ariel and his uh, lovely wife. You have a new little baby in your world, don't you? We do. We've got a six month old daughter. Her name is Luna and she is amazing. Oh, wow. Well, Having just married my daughter, you're in for a very, very fun ride. Daughters are exceptionally special, not to say anything against my son, of course, but uh, a firstborn being a daughter, very, very fortunate. So congratulations and welcome to the world, Luna. That's very, Ah, very cool. Thank you so much. (laughs) You bet. (laughs) Well, let's start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that's been a part of your life, a part of forming your drive and what you do. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah! So Let's turn on the radar detector and grab the wheel, Ariel. Definitely. So uh, one thing that I found, like with my YouTube channel, for example, one premise that I've always really wanted to stay true to is to always be honest and straightforward with people and never compromise my integrity for the sake of making a buck. Mm. Uh, It's something that I've noticed quite a bit and something that I wanted when I got into this hobby was I just want to know the truth. You know, don't lie to me. Don't manipulate information. Like, I just want to know how this stuff actually performs. And that's why I got into testing. And I want other people to be able to know this as well. So I'm just like, okay, here's what I learned. Here's what I found out. Let me share with you everything that I've discovered so far. Yeah, it's really important, too. And like I said, I, I can't tell you how many things I've learned watching YouTube. And so often I'll get perplexed and frustrated with something I can't do. And then I'm always reminded, oh, I have YouTube. That's right. It's an amazing resource to learn about anything and everything. Like there's just people who are passionate about all sorts of random topics that are like, let me just share with you what I've discovered. Yeah, even like even plumbing, fixing your toilet. I mean, all these things and you just go in and plug in. I think you could probably YouTube how to pull your own tooth and learn how to do that as well. (laughs) I'm not sure I want to do that, but uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds painful. Or like even wanting to make YouTube videos, like people who make YouTube videos know how to make videos. So if you want to learn how to make videos, well, YouTube is a great place to learn how to make videos too. So it's an awesome resource. 
Well, when I started decided I want to do this wacky world of podcasting, that's how I learned. I learned how to build my website watching YouTube. I learned how to record shows watching YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, And the only thing you have to kind of be aware of, and you know this, is you have to kind of take some of these sites with a grain of salt because, uh, is that really the right thing? And, And they get outdated so fast when it comes to technical stuff. But let's talk about what you're doing at Vortex Radar. And what has you excited and fired up about what this site is about, what people can expect to see, and and all the cool things that you're doing? Yeah, so kind of what's exciting me the most right now, there's a couple things. So one of the big things right now is there's going to be this new radar detector coming out that should be pretty much better than anything we've seen before. Um, mm-hmm. It's still in development and all, but it's going to solve a lot of the problems that we've seen with existing radar detectors. Uh, it's called the Redenso Thea. I had a chance to take a look at it at SEMA, at SEMA, and they're still working on it, so we got to see what it's like when it comes out, but it shouldn't have any false alerts. It should have better performance than any other radar detector. It can let you know what guns the officers are using. Like, There's just a ton of cool stuff that I'm really looking forward to seeing that detector come out, and hopefully it'll make it easier for me when somebody says, what's the best radar detector? And instead of just being like, well, it depends, <laughs> yeah. I can just say, go get this one. That's one thing I'm super excited about. Well, it's very cool. You know, I haven't bought a radar detector in a long time because where I am now in my life, I just don't drive much anymore. It's terrible to say. I probably just discredited everything about cars. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) I work at home, which I like. I spent so many years commuting. And I did have a, uh, I believe I had a passport Uh back in the day. And uh, I worked very well back in the day. But tell us a little bit about what's going on with what the police are using these days to detect speeding to see what you're up to, because we all drive and then we we get close enough to go, oh my gosh, that's a guy on the side of the road pointing a radar gun or a laser gun or whatever it might be. What are all the different ways the police uh, are detecting our driving habits these days? Yeah, so there's a couple tools that they use. They either use uh, handheld radar guns, they just kind of point a gun at you, essentially, Mm -hmm. not a gun gun, but a radar gun, uh, (laughs) or a laser gun, and they can use it to measure your speed. And you need either a radar detector or a laser jammer, depending on what tool they're using. Um, There's some new uh, photo radar guns that are basically a radar gun and a camera combined. So you know, if you speed past it, it takes a picture of your car and then sends you a ticket in the mail. So we're seeing some of that. Uh, Some of those radar guns, they're attempting to defeat radar detectors, and uh, they do a couple tricks to try to prevent being detected. And so some of the new radar detectors are actually having to kind of change how they operate in order to detect some of the radar guns that are trying to avoid being detected. So there's kind of this cat and mouse game that we're seeing. Um, And there's also some difficulties that we have as radar detector users is there's a lot of sources of non-police radar guns. So like automatic door openers in front of a uh, a grocery store. Oh, yeah. Those used to set mine off all the time. Oh, my gosh. Or one of the toughest things is a lot of cars now, they're becoming smarter and safer. And they have like smart cruise control or blind spot monitoring. Oh, and a man. lot of that stuff also uses radar that can be pretty similar to a police radar gun. So yep. a lot of the newer radar detectors are having to or be made smarter to actually tell the difference between police radar and non-police radar. So a lot of these actually have false alerts, too. Yeah, there's nothing more frustrating when you're using one of those to come over a hill and it goes crazy and you slow down and well, where where was the guy? Where is he? I haven't seen him anywhere. And, you know, there's always to this debate, and I heard this when I had one of my car people saying, well, aren't you just trying to break the law? And I, I tended to drive a little fast, I will admit that. But the other thing that I always felt was it helped police my driving a little bit. So if I wasn't paying attention to my speed and I'm just kind of cruising along and listen to a podcast or a radio or something, and that thing went off, I, oh, I got to slow down. I'm going too fast. So I, I know some of my uh, peers would say, yeah, right. Uh-huh. But 
I think those devices do help you monitor your speed and help uh, help you be a better driver, a little safer driver, and, and kind of remind you that you need to slow down. Yeah, I've actually had the same experience. Like when you have the radar detector, you're actually a lot more conscious of how you're driving and what's going on around mm. you. It's giving you extra situational awareness and information, kind of like having side mirrors. It gives you information of what's going on behind you or right. your backup camera. Like it's a technological tool to help you see back behind you. Like they're just tools to give you more information of what's going on and just keep you informed and paying attention to the road. Yeah, and I so, liked uh, the term you use, dedicated to countermeasures. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty much what they are. They're countermeasures, speeding ticket countermeasures. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think it's fantastic the service you're providing, and you're you're doing such a great job with this too. Because your your day job is what your what I would call your regular job. This is my day job. I spend my time playing with radar detectors and dash cams and testing and learning and talking to people about it, and then just packaging everything up and giving it away to people. Okay. Well, I you mentioned you're an engineer, but uh, I think it's great that you've turned this. I assume it started as a bit of a passion and a hobby, and it's become a full-time career for you. Yeah, I never planned on it actually becoming a career. It was just something that I loved, and I didn't find a lot of good information about it. So I'm just like, well, let me just go test and find out for myself. Then I would just share what I find. And then if somebody's like, hey, you know, Vortex, I watched your videos. Uh, This was super helpful. Thank you. I'm going to go buy this radar detector that performed really well in your test. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I guess if you're going to do that, well, here's an affiliate link to a site like Amazon, and I'd make a percentage of the sale. So it was more of like, oh, okay, well, if you're going to go do that, here's a way it benefits me too. Um, Cool. Thanks. And it just kind of started to grow and evolve uh, without me intending on turning it into a business initially. Well, I think this is great. Uh, This is what Cars Yeah is all about. Inspiring automotive enthusiasts, helping others learn that there are careers you can do in your passion for cars, trucks, and motorcycles. So I think that's absolutely brilliant. What's the favorite thing about what you're doing with your YouTube channel? It's got to be the freedom, to be honest. I mean, I'm sitting here in the middle of the day chatting with you, and I got my dog curled here, curled up on my lap asleep. Like, (laughs) you know, I get to choose what projects I work on. I get to do things that I love. I get to talk to cool people. Uh, I've got the flexibility to take breaks and spend time with my family or play with my daughter. And I mean, the thing is, like, I get to spend time doing what I love and just giving to others. And that feels inherently rewarding to serve others and to benefit people because there's not a lot of good information about this already. It also feels really satisfying to go and fulfill that need. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I've talked to so many people now. You're my 1,487th guest and I do keynote talks in front of groups. And the one thing that I share with people along with the stories of the amazing people I get to interview is what I've discovered is the secret sauce and the meaning of life. And you just said it. Serving others, helping others. Really? And yeah. And that is it. And I've learned that over and over. You're just another example of that, that when we are helping people, we are at our best. And that is what makes us the happiest, whether you realize it or not. And I always tell people, if you're not happy with your life, find a way to go out and help somebody and you'll feel a lot better. And also be grateful for what you have, but helping other people. So you make me smile, Ariel, <laughs> Ariel when you say that. It's It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Let's take a look at some of these roads you've driven down in your life and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure that you faced along the way. And it's more about the lesson learned. So kind of walk us through that part of that experience. 
Yeah. So I guess maybe one of the challenges that I had, um, I know you actually uh, talked to Michael Zurich here recently. Uh, he's oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. He's also a YouTuber. And uh, I can kind of relate to a lot of the things he's experienced because when you want to start out a YouTube channel, I mean, it a lot of times requires a lot of equipment. You need, you know, cameras and microphones and lighting and editing software. You've got to learn the skills. And there's even things like for my channel. OK, if you want to buy radar detectors and laser jammers and radar guns and laser guns, each one of these things are going to be hundreds or thousands of dollars. And in order to get all this stuff, it's a serious investment. All the stuff adds up. And how do you do that? And so what I found is just start with whatever you have. Like if you have a radar detector, go out and test with it and learn how to use it and see what happens if you change some of the settings. Like how does that modify things? And you need a camera? Use your cell phone. Like cameras in your pocket now shoot in 4K. They're amazing. And a lot of it comes down to just if you want to make videos, just make videos using whatever it is that you already have. Like learn how to test stuff. Learn how to create reviews in the first place. How do you present information? How do you edit videos? And then what I found is like once you start getting the basics and you have some reviews out there, maybe you can ask somebody to borrow equipment. Like I've had good luck with this with other maybe radar detector enthusiasts on forums who uh, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I want to test with this radar gun or this detector and they'll send it to you. And then eventually maybe manufacturers would see your videos and they're like, oh, hey, you know, I really liked your video testing my competitors products. Can I send you mine to test you? you. And then you wind up getting stuff for free. Like I get maybe five to 10 requests a week from dash cam companies off, you know, asking if I want to review their dash cams. So like that starts to happen. And over the years, you start to build up your collection of equipment, maybe get stuff you know cheap on eBay or whatever. And it's one of those things where like, maybe one day I'll be a YouTube millionaire. I would love to be where I could just buy everything out of the gate. But a lot of this is just I've had the help of a lot of people and allows me to accomplish a lot more than I ever could have done alone. And something that I always found super important is like, regardless of where I get something, whether I buy it, uh, if I'm borrowing it or a manufacturer sent it to me for free, just treat it exactly the same. It's a box. Let's, I'm going to test it. I'm going to share my impressions, good or bad. And I'll tell you if I got it for free, like it's not going to affect what I say about it. Gotten free stuff that I get bad reviews for. I've and good reviews. Like, I'm just going to share what I think. And I guess that kind of comes back to the mantra at the beginning about, you know, being open and honest and not letting the money influence your recommendations. And I think that's just really, really critical to, if you're going to be testing and reviewing something, just be straightforward with people. Like anybody can go out and test this stuff. Like I have no special exclusive right to this. Like anybody can go out and do this. And if you get wildly different results, then, hmm, you know, there's kind of checks and balances. Like anybody can verify what I'm saying or not. It's not like it's impossible to do. So just be honest with people. Yeah, it's uh, really, really important. I think especially car people, technical people can sniff out a fake person pretty darn quick. And something that's, you know, kind of set up and uh, you even see that sometimes when you watch uh, reality TV shows and you go, oh, come on, that didn't happen. They didn't plan that whole silly thing. And the credibility goes right out the window, like restoring a car in a week. No, nobody oh, can on. restore a car in a week. The paint's still wet. So, uh, yeah, I think that's the way to be. Well, it's nice to hear that. Let's take a short break. Thank our sponsors and we'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, 
and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at com. If you're listening to Cars yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. All right, we're back. Would you share a story with us that instigated a passion that you have for cars? Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car guy? I think it actually comes back to that road trip that I mentioned earlier. Like beforehand, I mean, I was never really into cars. They were just a tool to, you know, go to school or go hang out with friends. But that road trip was when I started to like really fall in love with driving because I'm like, I can go anywhere. I can go to a cool new place and stay there as long as I want. And then I can maybe go to the next place. And because I had everything with me, all my cameras and camping gear and clothing, and I was kind of like a turtle, you know, I just take my home with me. It's like my car became my home, and it was thanks to the car that I had a chance to go out and have all these wonderful experiences, and it's when I kind of started to see the enjoyment of driving, and it was not just about the destination of the cool places you go, but like the journey itself. You know, It was even things like, I remember, let's say you're driving westbound, you're driving all day. You know, you drive in the morning and you're watching the sun is rising behind you and the whole world ahead of you just starts lighting up and glowing. And then the sun slowly starts to move overhead and you're watching the light change as you're driving down the road. And then hours start to pass and you start to see the sun now setting in front of you. And it's like you're now driving into the sunset. And then the sun completely sets and you stop for the night and you look up and there's millions of stars overhead and you're in the middle of nowhere. And it's just watching everything evolve and change, just the experience of driving and experiencing and enjoying the feeling on the road. Like it just becomes this magical experience that it wasn't about getting from A to B. It was enjoying the journey along the way. That's really, I think what got me into driving. 
that's the cliche, and everybody says it's a, the journey, not the destination. And it's really true. And so many of us are so busy to get where we think we want to be. Even in our daily lives, we stop or we forget to stop and enjoy the moments that we're having uh-huh. and experience those. You know, that must have been a pretty special trip for you. I mean, to get to drive around and spend a whole year. I mean, people are probably going, man, I'd like to do something like that. Were there a couple things that you, ex- you probably experienced a lot of great things, but a couple things along the way that were somewhat kind of epiphanies or points in your life where you went, you know what, this is pretty cool. I didn't expect this. I think it's just how cool it is to do what you want. Like, I know one of the biggest things that people would say is like, oh, I could never go do that. And I'm like, well, I let money stop me for a while. And eventually it kind of came down to, well, if you want to go travel somewhere, hop in the car and go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's easier, I guess, when you're younger and you don't have, you know, kids and that <laughs> kind of stuff. Like, of course, but you know, a lot of things, it's things are more possible than you realize. And it may be tough. And like, I didn't know how I was going to pay for stuff along the way, but I was into photography at the time. So I would go drive places. And if I had a shoot, I'd be like, well, instead of paying me to go fly to the shoot, why don't you pay me to drive there? You cover my gas and hotels and stuff. And so companies would start paying me as I would go travel. And then I would shoot photos along the way. And then I would sell photos online. So I'd go to cool places and then sell the photos. And so the trip itself would actually start to fund more of the trip. And I had to just kind of get over the fear of what am I going to do? Where am I going to get the money? And just go do it. And that's when like the ball started rolling and I was able to do it. So sometimes you kind of, I guess, have to take the leap of faith despite all the but what abouts? And then mm-hmm. it kind of starts to happen. Well, and we're so connected nowadays. That's what makes this all possible. Uh, you think you and I are sitting here now. We live pretty close to each other. But this morning I interviewed a guy in England. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, uh, John Fitzpatrick, he was a famous race car driver for years. He's in his late 70s now. And, you know, you're sitting here going, man, it's just like sitting in a room with somebody. And all of these opportunities like YouTubing, podcasting, that you can make a living. Uh, it's a lot of work, but you know what? It's fun and you're doing some cool things and you're learning something new all the time. And I always say, yeah, this country we live in has got one of the most incredible opportunities to see it. And that's the roadways and they're oh, free. So Most true. of them are free and you just get on them and get out there and go see this country because it is a magnificent place. It's incredible. It is. And there's so many different landscapes, so much scenery, there's different foods, there's different cult, well, not cultures, but kind of, I guess with accents. Well, kind of different cultures. Kind of, yeah. Go to Boston and then go to, <laughs> go to LA and then go to Louisiana. You're going to find three different cultures for sure. Well, no passport required. <laughs> Everybody uses the US dollar. So like you have so many options that you maybe wouldn't have if you wanted to go travel internationally. Yeah, absolutely. The world is your oyster. Well, let's talk a little bit about traveling and having fun about your first really special car, that first vehicle that you got that had some meaning for you and maybe share a memory you have about that ride. Sure. I guess, well, I guess to come back to the road trip, like beforehand, it was just, you know, I drove a Toyota Camry and cool, whatever. But I remember like I got a green 1996 Subaru Outback and that was the car where I really got into traveling. And that's maybe the first special car for me because I did a lot of the traveling in there and I had room for all the gear. I got, you know, upgraded to all wheel drive. I can go in the snow. I can go off road. Uh, I got it in this like forest green color, which I loved because it blended with the forest. Um, I had all my stuff with me and I think I really started to bond with the car. That was when a lot of my love for driving started to kick in. And then eventually the car unfortunately blew a head gasket and I traded it in. And I was really sad to let that car go. But I think that was probably the first really special car for me. Well, yeah, no doubt. 
You know, my son, uh, his first car, we bought him a BMW 3 Series, and he drove that in high school. Then he went off to college on the East Coast, so he left the car here. And then he came back, got a job in San Francisco, didn't need a car, and we ended up selling that car to a friend. Um, so he hasn't had a car for a long time, but he just recently bought a Subaru because he and his uh, fiance they love to go bouldering and climbing and go out to the mountains and the forest and hike and stuff. And mm-hmm. their Subaru has proved to be, he goes, Dad, I, I just bought this car because it four-wheel drive, and if we had to sleep in the back of it because it was raining or something, we could. But he goes, it's really kind of grown on me. And he goes, I never even thought I would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just kind of cool. It's it's not the Outback; it's the Cross Track, I believe. Yeah, a little bit smaller. Yeah, a little smaller. Um, and he he has to park it on the street. He lives in uh, San Francisco, and he wanted a car that he didn't have to worry about. And he's already had it vandalized once, unfortunately. But that's part of living in a city with a bunch of you know crazy folks. But um, he really likes it quite a bit. So I kind of puts a smile on my face. And they've already camped in it. They've already had to sleep in it a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they've got stuck somewhere. So that sounds like fun. How about this question? This is a bit introspective. I'm going to get into your head a little bit here. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself manifested as a vehicle, what would you be and why? Oh, that's a fun question. Uh, so I drive an Audi Q5 now. And yeah, cool I, car. Oh, I love it. Like I picked it up initially because uh, I drove a Miata before this, you know, Great car, ton of fun. Like it put a smile on my face every time I drove it. And then got the baby. So it's like, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah. traded in for the Welcome baby. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, let's get the SUV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I love that car. Like I think if I was to be a car, I would be the Q5. Like I'm I'm not a flashy guy. I'm not a Lamborghini in this Skittles color, you know, bright red or green or orange. Like I'm low key. I just want to focus on enjoying the experience that I'm having. And that feels like the experience that I have when I drive the Q5. Like it's comfortable, it's pleasant, it feels great inside. Um, I remember when my wife was pregnant, uh, she'd be in the passenger seat and that was the only place that she could sit and she wouldn't have any back pain. And I loved it because that was like a way for me to take care of my loved ones, you know, and I love taking care of my family in that way. And I mean, I could go rain, snow, sun, whatever it is, like, let's go out and just enjoy the world without making a big deal about it. And the car, like it just does everything that I need it to do. And it makes the experience fun and enjoyable without making a big deal of itself. It just does what it does well. And that like, I just love doing things well without tooting my own horn. I'm like, I just want to do my thing. And if you enjoy it too, cool, you know, great. I just want to enjoy life. Nice answer. Now you sent me some pictures of that ride. Those are those are great vehicles. <laughs> it is this car, listeners, is outfitted like a stealth fighter. I mean, you have like every possible device on there that you get to learn <laughs> and play with. I couldn't believe it. You sent me a, a with all these little arrows pointing all over the place. I, I just had to smile and, and think. So it must be a really fun vehicle to do a lot of your testing in. Yeah, like I remember I had a bunch of equipment uh, installed in the Miata and like you quickly run out of room installing all uh, that yeah. stuff in the car. So I was like, okay, I need something that I can install uh, a bunch of different equipment for testing and videos. And a big part of why I got the car was I wanted it to be a good comparison test bed for testing a lot of different equipment. And so I've mm-hmm. got three different laser jamming systems installed, 
four different custom installed radar detectors. I've got wiring for two or three different windshield mount radar detectors. I run four dash cams all the way around. I've got three battery packs in the back to power all this stuff. I put Wi-Fi in it for all the Wi-Fi connectivity. Like it's meant specifically to make it really easy for me to uh, quickly and easily compare and test a lot of this different stuff for testing and for videos. So it's ridiculously overkill for any one person to do for a practical reason but <laughs> yeah. for videos like it makes it great for testing and comparing the stuff yeah it's pretty cool what you, the setup you have is fantastic so ariel we're entering the last lap i'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that q5 throttle so here we go what's one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years hmm. uh, i'd say i'm really detail oriented and kind of a perfectionist one of my habits is I just go through my content over and over and over again to make sure the information is accurate, it's presented well, uh, I'm not making any mistakes or potentially forgetting to include something important. And it does make things really time consuming when you're going back through the videos over and over um, oh, yeah. and to keep modifying website articles to get them just right. But uh, with the end result, it's something that I'm happy with and something I'm really proud of. Yeah, absolutely. I know uh, I do my best when I create these podcasts and edit and so forth. And I spend a lot of time and I'm part of a, a large podcast group where a lot of people would talk and a lot of them would say, oh, I don't edit my shows. I like them to be rough and raw and so forth. And you'd listen to the shows and go, I think you're just lazy. Mm -hmm. uh, your, your show's not very good. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously, you didn't take that out. You know, why would you leave that in or, you know, yeah. to make a guest sound goofy or funny? So I always try to do my best to make, I always tell the guests, I want to make you sound like a million bucks. And that's my yeah, goal. So that's a big thing. Like, especially if you, you know, respect your guests and you yes. really respect your listeners time. Like, I mean, for my videos, when I first started, I just sit in front of the camera and I'd talk and whatever. But then I noticed maybe I would repeat myself or I would ramble and, mm, you know, yes. and I'm like, okay, so now I kind of have an outline of here's all the topics that I want to hit before I you know, get the video. Let's get all my points, my facts, my details. And so I can run through the outline and I'm still just kind of, you know, there's the point. Let's talk about it. So right. it's still kind of natural, but I want to make sure I cover everything. And I want to make sure that I also respect the listener's time. Exactly. I really appreciate them for, you know, giving me their time. That's a big deal. Thank you. Well, of course, of course. And I do as well. It, you, you watch uh, really good actors and you realize that that craft is very well honed. Mm -hmm. um, and then you watch bad actors or bad YouTubers <laughs> and you go, okay, I think you need to work a little harder here. Make this a little better. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the uh, living or deceased, I should say, in the automotive industry? Who would it be? Maybe Ed Bolian. Ah. Uh, yeah, he's famous for uh, breaking the record for the cannonball run. After, he was uh, just on my podcast not too long ago. Oh, really? Cool. Yep. Yeah, so it's funny. I interviewed him on my YouTube channel as well, and he's a great storyteller. Yes. Um, and he does an awesome job. And it's funny. I remember chatting with him like uh, off camera and it was back when he was starting his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And so he was asking me for, you know, advice on running a YouTube channel and making money and getting subscribers and just YouTube stuff. Yeah. Um, and yet today he just, his channel is way bigger than mine. Like he recently crossed the 1 million subscriber mark Incredible. and I'm at like yeah. 58,000 or something, which I'm happy about, but it's not a million, you know? You gave him too many secrets. That's what you did. <laughs> so now I'm like, dude, what did you do? And, yeah. you know, I'd love to kind of pick his brain. Like, 
he's yeah. got kind of a, a much larger market than I do, and he you know he gives stories and stuff, which I think is a great presentation style. But I'd love to yeah. maybe learn from him now that the tables have turned and he's got the big channel. So well, he's a great guy. I'm sure he'd take your phone yeah. call and spend time with you. So I think that's a, a good thing to do. But yeah, he was on my show, and then I recently had the two new record setters on the show. They cut that that record by like two hours or something. I, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, see that happen. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. Well, you can listen to the shows and they'll tell you how they did it. But I, I don't know if I could handle that that intensity of driving for that that distance. I'd go. I think I'd go insane. How about automotive advice? What's the best you've ever received? Uh, I think a lot of it comes down to just the same thing. Like just be real with people, be respectful, and be courteous to people. Um, like just because I know something, I'm not going to use it to be like, well, I know something you don't know because then other people, they're going to know stuff that I don't know. Like right. we all have our areas of expertise. So it's never something that you're going to want to be arrogant about. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. just like, I'm happy to share what I find. And I'm sure maybe tomorrow we'll talk about something else and you'll get to teach me something too. So a lot of it is just kind of being humble and never using your knowledge to overpower somebody else or try to be arrogant about it. Be kind. How about a resource? Is there a go-to for you that you're really, really fond of? Yeah, one of my favorite places is the uh, Radar Detector Forum at rdforum.org. It's uh, the best place that I found for enthusiasts like myself and many others all over the country and around the world to just hang out and chat countermeasures. And I'm actually constantly referring people in my videos to there if they want to maybe really discuss stuff or if you need help, you know, you have an issue, troubleshooting, customer service type stuff. That's a great place to just chat with people and learn and hear lots of different perspectives. And even for a lot of my videos, uh, if there's people around the world who have maybe certain radar guns that I don't have here in the Seattle area, uh, I'm able to look at their tests and share a lot of their results in my videos. And it's a great place for people to all come together and collaborate and collectively share their information and knowledge and wisdom. Forums are great. Absolutely. And I'm going to add another great resource here. A YouTube page I heard of, Vortex Mm -hmm. Radar. You should go check that out. Yeah, Yeah. that's a good one. You'll (laughs) learn a lot of stuff there. How about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy? Uh, one, yeah, that I read, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He wrote uh, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. And that's a great book. Like He does such a good job of just explaining what's going on around you. And I found after reading that, I've got so much more appreciation for life. And instead of, I mean, I guess it's easy to get sucked into your day-to-day stuff and your routine and everything. When you read that kind of stuff, like it just does a good job of opening your eyes and explaining what's going on around you. And after reading that, like I mean, I just look at the universe in a completely new way, and I'm in awe of what's going on around me, and I just have this new appreciation for life. It's been great. <laughs> I love that. Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. I don't think anyone has recommended that book here, and I've had over 1,500 books recommended. I'll remind our <laughs> listeners, if you go to the Carsia website, click on the Resources tab. Mm-hmm. There's a box there that says guest recommended books, and Ariel's book is listed there as well. I'll make sure I, it's a quick, easy link to buy, so you can go and check it out. You can find all of this on his uh, show notes page on the Cars Out website. Just type Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Bravi, B-R-A-V-Y, into the search bar, and it'll pop right up. And links to his website, of course, Vortex Radar, which is a YouTube page. You're going to learn a lot of things there. All right, we are up to the checkered flag, and this last question will be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a car today, or Ooh, a truck, so or nice. motorcycle, whatever, you, even a boat <laughs> if you want a boat. Um, I don't know why. I guess they use laser radar detectors on boats. Probably don't need to. They don't, uh, <laughs> I've actually heard of people doing that, yeah. 
Well, they may. Yeah. Some, yeah. I know here in Gig Harbor, if you go over five miles an hour in the harbor, they'll pull you over and write you a ticket. Although there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check today. One is you can't sell this vehicle to buy a bunch of other toys to test and uh, equipment to shoot your videos with. You have to drive it. I want you to enjoy it. And it's the only cool collector car you can have. So what would you like me to buy you today, Ariel? That is such a nice gift. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Happy to do it. I've I've done it uh, 1,486 times now. So oh, here we gosh. go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had to pick one, uh, I think I would do a uh, probably a Porsche Cayenne and just the Turbo S Hybrid because why not? I'll just go for it. And it's something that I've wanted for years. Like I think it looks great. Uh, it's got plenty of power, and I love that it's a nice blend between like fun and power and luxury. Like I think it'd be even more fun than my Q5. Plus the grill, uh, it's great for installing countermeasures. And for me, that's like always one of the first things that I look for. So that would be a great thing that's both practical and fun. See, now I know the secret why you have an Audi because they've got those big giant grills on the front. Um, you got no lots joke. of place to put things, but. Yeah, the Porsche Cayenne, I mean, those are wonderful SUVs. Of course, that's the vehicle that really saved Porsche. I mean, Porsche was in a lot of trouble, and they came out with that SUV, and everybody who's a Porsche nut, including me, said, what are you doing? But Mm -hmm. you know what? It's proved to be good. Uh, The Macan is an also great car. I drove uh, one of their uh, S models. Uh, I was uh, They asked me to bring a car I have to a grand opening presentation of the new Porsche 911, so they loaned me a Macan to drive home, and Mm-hmm. I know why they loaned it to me now. Nice car. <laughs> uh, expensive, though. Gosh, yeah. it was like $95,000. Yeah, like, not exactly a good bang for the buck, but great oh, vehicles. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe wait a few years and let somebody depreciate that thing and buy it smart. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Porsche Cayenne, I mean, just incredible cars. And the Turbo S Hybrid, mm-hmm. uh, another very cool thing, of course. So, uh, okay. Is there a special color you'd like to have? Oh, I'd do it white on black, 100%. White on black. Okay. Well, that's kind of cool. I just uh, yesterday interviewed uh, Brandon Starks, who was running the new Brumos Museum down there in Jacksonville. Brumos, of course, known for racing Porsches in white. So, uh, yeah, I think we could do that for you. I think that'll be nice. Very cool. Ariel, you've taken me on a great ride today. This has been a lot of fun. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you give us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you cruise into the sunset with all your radar detectors on in that <laughs> Porsche Cayenne Turbo S hybrid? Sure. Um, I guess if there was something maybe, uh, for me, I guess I would say if there's something that you really want to know, but other people haven't gone out to do the research on it yet, um, if you have the desire and the ability to do so, like I would encourage you to just take the initiative to go do it and then share what you find with others. It's, I guess, kind of easy to sit back and maybe try to have others give you all the answers. But I think this is just so much more rewarding and everybody gets so much more done when we're all collaborating and working together. And I think, Mark, your podcast is like a great example of this. Like you do a great job. You're welcome. Yeah. Of like bringing bringing people together uh, with various, various areas of expertise. And then it's like, because you're doing that and making all this knowledge available in one place, like we get to benefit from that as well. And it's just one of those things where we all have our specialties and passions and we can all, I think, accomplish just so much more um, by going out and doing things and taking that initiative and then just giving it away to others. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you warm my heart. Thank you for those kind words. That's my goal all along is my mantra, inspiring automotive enthusiasts. And together, With an inspiring automotive enthusiast today, Ariel, uh, we are inspiring you, I hope, a little bit. What's the best way for people to find you? 
Yeah. So there's a couple places, depending on what works best for you. Um, I'm most commonly on YouTube. That's where I'm regularly posting new videos and everything. Uh, YouTube.com slash Vortex Radar. If uh, you'd prefer to maybe read the articles instead of watch the whole video, um, some people prefer that. You can always go to my website too at vortexradar.com. And I've got a lot of this information, maybe like tutorials and tests and comparisons and reviews. You can read over it there. For people, if you've got maybe questions about equipment or you want personalized support and you want to maybe save time, you know, reading everything and researching and watching videos, you can also book a private session with me on my website. There's a link at the very top of the website for private sessions. Uh, that's a great option. And then if somebody wants to like really stay in the loop and, you know, get uh, notifications about all the different news going on, uh, different updates as far as new things that are coming out, different deals on detectors, uh, things that I would post before I even have a chance to get a video out, you can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Uh, and that's where I post a lot of stuff most quickly. Awesome. Great. I'll make sure I put links to all these resources. Sounds like a great resource. If you have interest in radar detectors, laser jammers, all these different things to help you be a safer driver. And that's what we really want you to be, especially Ariel and his wife, because he's got a new little girl. So he wants you to be careful and attentive on the roads. Put your cell phones down, please, uh, and drive safely. Absolutely. Again, you can find everything here on the Cars Yeah website to connect with him and his website and his YouTube page. Fantastic. Thank you for being so generous today with your time, your Thanks expertise. Thanks so much for having me. Well, yeah. you're welcome. This has been really fun. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yeah podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.